From the Capitol in Madison, this is WIS Politics Midday. Hello, everybody. I'm Adam Kelnhofer with WISPolitics.com here with a midday podcast brought to you by Spectrum. Today, I'm joined in the office by Kate Morton, my colleague, to talk about some abortion-related news because there has been a lot on that subject in the past weeks. So, Kate, there were some pretty special things going on regarding abortion. Can you just intro us on that? Yes. So, Adams, another special session called by Governor Evers to take up a constitutional amendment for voters to put forth referendums, including on abortion rights and the state's 1849 law. The governor kind of floated this as an idea for voters to give their opinion That law only includes exceptions for the the life of the mother as at risk and doesn't have any exceptions for rape or incest. Yeah, Kate, and we've seen a lot of past special sessions be gaveled in and gaveled out by the Republican-run legislature in both the Senate and the Assembly. And I was in the Assembly to catch some of that action. It took Republicans less than 30 seconds to convene and adjourn the special session amidst a chorus of no's fielded by Democrats in the Assembly. It's important to note there were over a dozen Democrats ready to go in the Assembly in their seats yesterday when Republican Speaker Pro Tempore Tyler August of Lake Geneva convened and then adjourned the session alongside fellow Republican Representative Mark Bourne of Beaver Dam. Those were the only two Republicans in the assembly for that special session. And Kate, the Senate actually took even less time to gavel in and gavel out of their special session. It was about 10 seconds for Senate President Chris Kapinga. Kapinga is, of course, a Republican from Delafield, and he did actually use the gavel in his chamber, while Representative August didn't actually touch the gavel at all. He just convened and adjourned the session. Yes, Adam, I think it's fair to say we didn't expect Republicans to take up this special session. So it was very quick in and out like other special sessions have been. But we did see Democrats using this as an opportunity to kind of criticize Republicans. And it was also 100 days after the decision overturning Roe v. Wade. So a significant moment that they kind of tried to capitalize on as well. Yeah, Kate. And Democrats held a press conference uh, shortly after that special session convened. Uh, What did Evers have to say about Republicans in the legislature, you know, basically ignoring his call to create a pathway in the state constitution to hold a referendum? And I also think it's important to note that referendum would allow voters to weigh in on more issues than just abortion. We're talking about marijuana reform and other things that have, uh, you know, pretty broad interest in Wisconsin. Yes, that's right. Of course, Governor Evers was disappointed, but I think he saw this coming. He basically said that Wisconsinites have been failed by the Republican legislature and that people should be given the opportunity to provide their own opinion on these things. Uh, The governor and Josh Call kind of presented themselves as a way to protect abortion rights, or at least to stop them from devolving further following the overturn of Roe v. Wade. Governor Evers said that he and Call have been like a brick wall against those efforts to further restrict abortion in the state. And Call also criticized his opponent, Eric Toney, a Republican from Fond du Lac, 
who is the district attorney there, and basically telling voters that Tony would strictly enforce this abortion ban that we already have on the books. And we got a similar message from Tony Evers saying it's really important to vote for Democrats or we could lose what rights we do have. Yeah, Kate, and it's important to note other Republicans' position on this abortion issue. Republican gubernatorial candidate Tim Michaels, who is a construction executive, uh, he has said that he believes the Supreme Court's decision to overturn those federal abortion protections in Roe v. Wade was a good choice. And he is very pro-life, he said. He personally does not believe in any exceptions to that 1849 law, but he has said if the legislature were to put forward a bill on his desk with exceptions for rape and incest, he would entertain signing that bill. So, We've noted that in previous middays, but I think it's important to bring that up again when we are talking about abortion again, and we are uh, just a little over 30 days from the November election. And here's a little clip of what Evers had to say when I asked him if he had thought about entertaining any exceptions for, you know, rape or incest or anything else. Uh, Governor, so a lot of the Republicans on this abortion issue have said that they would support some exceptions to abortion. Where do you lie on that exceptions spectrum? Do you support some uh, abortions regardless of exceptions, no exceptions? My my goal is to make sure that the women in the state of Wisconsin have the same rights as they had the day before Dobbs went to happen. That is where we should be. That That's what people have been, been polled on uh, over time. That's where people were accepted for the last 50 years. That's where we should be. So, Adam, yesterday you also attended an event with Lieutenant Governor Mandela Barnes, who's running for Senate. What did he have to say about this issue? Yeah, Kate, he actually had some pretty strong words uh, about his opponent, U.S. Senator Ron Johnson, a Republican from Oshkosh. Barnes also criticized Johnson for uh, Johnson earlier this year before the Dobbs v. Jackson decision. Johnson said that he doesn't support kind of these government-funded help programs, such as the child tax credit. Johnson has also said that he wants to cut a lot of unemployment benefits for people. And those government assistance programs do help a lot of families throughout the country. So Barnes was kind of attacking Johnson on this issue. And I'll just let our listeners hear exactly what Barnes had to say on this issue. People are dealing with some significant challenges right now. We're dealing with rising costs at the grocery store, rising costs at the gas pump. It's difficult to get health care. And in addition to not supporting a woman's right to choose, Ron Johnson said it's not his responsibility or this country's responsibility to take care of our children. So think about the situations that he wants to force families into. Situations that they may not be prepared for, for whatever reason. Look, every decision is personal, it's yours to make, and it shouldn't allow for any interference from politicians. But not only do you say it's unfair or it's not a, it's not his responsibility or this country's responsibility to take care of our children, he has zero problem taking care of millionaires and billionaires in this country. And, Kate, before I went to that Barnes uh, event, I was also at an event hosted by Ron Johnson earlier in the week in Milwaukee, Uh, where he told me that he does support that Supreme Court decision, and he also supports it because he says it gives the power back to the states to decide the issue, which, of course, he has proposed a referendum in Wisconsin, just as our Democratic governor, Tony Evers, has done. 
Um, and Johnson said he actually went a step further in drafting his own referendum with 10 options for voters to choose from on where they kind of lie on when to restrict abortion. So here's what he had to say about the issue. I'm proposing something pretty specific. And what we probably do, Ben, is probably lay out my ballot test on this. I've, I've literally designed a ballot, kind of written something up. Um, you know, ten different, ten different uh, answers to the question. You know, one question, ten different slots. You know, what point do you protect life? At conception, after a month, two months, three months, four months. You know, to the, the, the final, the final point would be you know, never. Unborn babies have no rights. I don't think that's where America is. I think America's going to America's going to be somewhere. I think Wisconsin is going to be somewhere to protect life. Certainly before birth. Right, Adam. And we also know that Josh Call has filed a lawsuit against the 1849 abortion ban, arguing that it can't be enforced and that it's very outdated. Yeah, Kate, and Evers has said uh, earlier this week again that he feels Call will win that lawsuit. But it'll be really interesting to see later on this month when Tim Michaels and Tony Evers debate each other and to see if this issue will come up in that debate. I think it likely will, as this has definitely been one of the more important subjects on the campaign trail for a lot of campaigns across the state and across the country. So it'll be interesting to see what both Michaels and Evers say on that issue. Right, and we'll have to keep an eye out for the debate this week as well between Senator Johnson and Mandela Barnes. Yes, Kate, definitely. And if our listeners want to read more and read coverage of those two debates and other debates, they can head to our website at wispolitics.com. But for now, I'm Adam Kellenhofer. I'm Kate Morton. Thanks for tuning in. This has been Wispolitics Midday. For more state government and political news, visit wispolitics.com.